At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. What up, folks? Welcome into another edition of The Edge. We got a good show on tap for you as usual. Coming up in what we got him in 15, 30 minutes from now, 30 minutes from Dave Koken. Smoking Dave Koken. He's gonna be with us. Talk some hoops. And a lot more other things with Dave Koken. Veteran handicapper with the uh, Pirates yeah. eye patch. That's right. We'll be on today's show. It's always great to have uh, smoking Koken on the show. Let's talk Lakers because uh, right in my wheelhouse, baby. I had a hot take on the Lakers a couple days ago that they will not be a playoff team. Yeah. And things are going from bad to worse. Yep. So last night, a 109-104 victory for the Dallas Mavericks and a comeback victory for the Dallas Mavericks, really. They led by a good margin at halftime. They had 71 points in the first half. Third quarter, Lakers get a little hot from deep. I think they had six, seven three-point shots to ultimately take a lead over Dallas. But a 24-17 fourth quarter ultimately gives the Dallas Mavericks the victory. And depending on what number you got, the cover last Mm -hmm. night over the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers fall to 27-34 and on the season. They are right now at this point, Matt Humans, in terms of the standings in the Western Conference, in control of the ninth seed with a two-game lead over the New Orleans Pelicans, who they just lost to the other night. And um, this is looking worse and worse for the Los Angeles Lakers mm-hmm. as they continue to play basketball games. Now, I just said from bad to worse. Yeah. And uh, as we hear, let's, you want to hear from LeBron about this? Because I can't wait to hear from LeBron because – you know, he's going to say that he's not going to give up. He, he's not. He's a, he's a professional. And LeBron, after the game, you have to kill me if you want me to quit. Because <laughs> we still have games to play. You got to, you got to, until you stump me out, cut my head off, bury me 12 feet under, then I got a chance. So that's my confidence. You know, obviously, you know, at the end of the day, we got to come in and win ball games and we got to play better, but. As long as we got more games to play, um, we still have a chance. Until three weeks from now when he says his knee is too sore for him to continue. Yeah, I didn't want to. Uh, I was on the verge of tweeting it out last night, which, which was uh, with every loss, that knee gets a little bit more sore for LeBron James. And you know, in and reality, Lakers. too, if the Lakers keep losing, he should take time of off course. and rest his knee. There's no reason uh, to push through it if uh, you don't. What does making the playoffs really mean? If you're the Lakers. So if you make the play in tournament, yep. you push hard to finish the season, you make the play in tournament and lose, the season's a huge disappointment. If you push hard, you make the play in tournament, you win, you get to the first round, you get blown out, season's still a huge disappointment. I'm not really sure that LeBron needs to push himself that hard down the stretch to continue playing. If the Lakers' situation does not improve 
let's give it a couple weeks here. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't improve dramatically in a couple weeks, then I don't think it will. I, I would not blame him if he, um, let's say, he took the rest of the season off. By the way, most people get buried six feet under. LeBron, I guess you got to bury him 12 feet under. Right, he's the go- He's the uh, potential goat. you got to bury him a little bit deeper than, right. than any other person. <laughs> now, last night, LeBron, 38 minutes. He actually had a pretty good game, 26 points at 12 rebounds. He's had a lot of good games in Lakers losses. Right, that's very true. It was one of three Lakers with a positive plus-minus last night. Uh, a Laker best plus seven, him and Austin Reeves uh, were there. And, and for the most part, contributed as much as he possibly could. Only five assists. So but, something about the Lakers, too. What's that? That at this point, Austin Reeves is starting some games. Yes. Well, I mean, they're pretty thin. And to give them credit, they're good at finding like these, you know, really solid white shooting guards that will play solid help defense, right? They did it with <laughs> Alex Caruso. And then now they're doing it with Austin Reeves. Uh, but LeBron, over his last seven games, you Austin can see. Austin Reeves was a good college player, JVT. <laughs> At Oklahoma, he is not a guy who should be starting in the association. Uh, right Twenty-eight now. points per game for LeBron, nine rebounds, five point seven assists. You know, shooting fifty percent from the floor. But look at your favorite stat: despite Plus all of those good numbers, <laughs> Lakers are outscored by fifty-three That's points. That's right, because everybody else on the floor sucks. That's very true. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. Austin Reeves does not, though. Reeves is doing a good job. Uh, but regardless, the Lakers get credit here and there for like finding small little developmental pieces. Not Taylor Horton Tucker, who remember last offseason was considered untouchable. Untouchable. <laughs> Even though that has not worked out. Blake Griffin was a clipper for life. That's true. Yeah. Um, still is. I was I will say this about everything that we're talking about with this situation in the West in the West play-in. The team that they lost to the other day, right? Because everybody's always looking for team like bets to make. You know, what's the future's value? Pelicans. Where am I getting? Give me something. Um, in certain jurisdictions, there's a couple of shops like DraftKings has up the yes, no playoff odds, right? For teams individually, mm-hmm. except for the one team that's worth betting on. And that would be the New Orleans Pelicans who was off the board. However, if you're in a jurisdiction that has barstool available, uh, one of our viewers, listeners DM'd me, uh, sent me the prop up. They have yes, plus 440 on the New Orleans Pelicans to make the playoffs. Ooh. Yes. That's really? something that's worth looking at to me. I would right? think a Pelicans team led by Zion Williamson would be a good bet. Then. Oh, wait a minute. He's not playing. <laughs> no, oh, but okay. they have yeah. this new look lineup. Uh, we have seen mm-hmm. them be extremely competitive uh, against a lot of these teams. I think if I remember correctly, they have won every game against the Los Angeles Clippers. We saw what they just did to the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Sure. Um, and you're probably playing one of those two. And Minnesota Timberwolves, they've actually split the season series with Minnesota. Should Minnesota lose and they win their first round matchup. Mm-hmm. Right? Minnesota, of course, would be in the play in picture. So I'd like Plus 440, that's something worth, I think, investing in at this point. Again, the Pelicans to make the playoffs, meaning not the play-in. They have to win their play-in seed. But in all of this, like if it's a play-in game between the Lakers and the Pelicans, Pelicans would have a pretty good shot in that game. We just saw what happened the other day. Oh, no question. Yep. And, in fact, uh, when you're grading these uh, yes-no playoff props, making the play-in tournament does not make you a playoff team. Correct. Right. Correct. That's worth looking at. Speaking of, by the way. I wouldn't be stunned if the Lakers get to the play-in tournament. I I don't really even think they will at Mm -hmm. this point. But if they get to the play-in tournament, they're probably going to get beat. So that's why I'm saying they're not going to be a playoff team. So What's, What's the price on the Lakers right now? Uh, you know what? Let me pull this up. So there's a, there's different ways to go around it. There's like their seeding too. You can bet like uh, over under ten and a half for their seed, mm-hmm. uh, and under of course would be you know ten through one, and then of course over would be uh, eleven. Um, and uh, how many teams they have in each? Fifteen, whatever it is. Uh, I think there's a small plus price. Don't quote me on it. I'm going to pull this up right now so I can get it for you. Let's see. Team futures to make the playoffs. The Los Angeles Lakers. Not listed. Let's go to seeding. Let's see if they're here. This is driving me nuts when it comes to some of these offers. Like, list them all or don't list them at all. Come on, let's go. Lakers, 10.5 under. So, again, a play in team at the very least, minus 330. Ooh, that's too high. That's pretty high. 
pretty high. That's too high because if, if LeBron does decide to say, hey, I'm going to sit this one out, talking about the yep. last month of the season, the Lakers are not going to be one of the top ten seeds. Yep. They're barely holding on to that position right now. Pelicans, too, by the way, just going back to that, at least in terms of seeding, uh, top ten, uh, under ten and a half, minus 310. So very heavily favored to at least make it into the play-in, and then you're sitting on plus 440 to make it out of the play-in, and you can you know work with some stuff there if you have the New Orleans Pelicans there. So something worth keeping an eye on. Speaking of, very quickly, one I more point I don't want to bet that. I just yeah. want to clarify. I do not want to bet the over 10.5. And, and the reason is I don't want to have to bank on the Blazers, the Spurs, the Kings, one of those teams getting hot right. and passing the Lakers. I want to bet specifically on will the Lakers be a playoff team. Correct. And that's that takes the play-in tournament um, – element out of it. I'm saying they will not be a playoff team. They, they could easily be the 10th seed in the play-in tournament and lose just because the Blazers, Spurs, Kings, one of those teams is going to have to get hot and pass them down the stretch. I don't have much faith in those three no. teams. Uh, now, now, I mean, the Blazers are going to be a dumpster fire going forward. Yeah. I think you can kind of put a line through them. So then it's asking the Kings to get hot, which big play-in game today. They played the Pelicans, which we'll talk about at some point. Uh, but I would agree with you. Not making the play-in, or excuse me, playoffs is the key for well, the, the Kings Angeles right Lakers. now are five games behind the Lakers. Yeah. As bad as the Lakers have been at 27 and 34, Kings are still five back. And there. three, I think it's three against uh, or three behind the New Orleans Pelicans for the 10th yeah. seed. So they got a lot of space to make up. So I would agree with that sentiment so far. Um, really quickly, one more thing about last night. Can we bring up another final and get your thoughts on uh, your Golden State Warriors, as you called them yesterday? Yeah, but I told you they're not my Warriors until Draymond Green comes okay. back. Okay, all right. 129 yeah. to 114. The Minnesota Timberwolves uh, smack around. I think they were Josh Applebaum's Warriors last night. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Well, he, he played the Warriors, right? Uh, I don't. Uh, I think he did, actually. Yeah, money line price. He got a good one, right? He laid, I think, buck thirty-five and closed at dollar seventy. No. Weighing a buck thirty five is not good if it loses. Uh, Closing line value. <laughs> uh, either way, so there's a couple of things that come out of this. Uh, one, yeah. I made a proclamation last night on social media. You're all over social media. I know you saw it. Are you ready for my proclamation? I didn't see it, but yeah, go ahead. The Minnesota Timberwolves, if this is the two seven matchup, will win this series. Ooh, I'll bet you on that. All right, let's do it. But the Warriors got to be healthy, so I'm not making a bet today. When we get to the playoffs, okay. if these teams are matched up, I'll bet you on that. When they're healthy. They will beat the Golden State Warriors. I'm putting it out there. I think the Timberwolves match up very well with Minnesota with Golden State, and they've played them very well through the games in this regular season series. But there's something bigger to keep in mind with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, the news today: so Anthony Edwards actually didn't play yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would close at four. That's I why like you he's saw that surge. Great anyway. Uh, who Anthony Edwards? Well, has he been lighting it up? I mean, not lighting it up, but he's been a good piece for them. He's been very important. Having their starting five together has been very important for the Minnesota Timberwolves. We'll put it that way. Well, he had a couple of bad games I was watching last week. Um, but regardless, I mean, it's, this is a big deal as we kind of move forward with the Minnesota Timberwolves because apparently he's got tendonitis in his knee, mm-hmm. and he is going to, quote, need monitoring okay. as you move forward for the rest of the regular season. That's not a good sign. No, that's it's not, not a good, good sign. not good for your bet against the Warriors. No, it's not. Uh, as I said, they're very dependent on having their five guys together um, and making their death lineup whole. That would include Patrick Beverly, Vanderbilt, all of the U usual suspects, uh, but it's something worth monitoring. And as you mentioned, right, if you're talking about lighting it up as of late, one of the last times we saw Anthony Edwards, he was 7-13 to from the floor against the Cavaliers, but the game before that and um, the Memphis Grizzlies loss, a combined a 6-24 of 24 in those games for 20 points. So maybe the knee's bugging, bugging him, but Minnesota, who seems to be destined okay. for a really strong push toward the playoffs, um, they're going to be managing a very key injury for themselves going forward with Anthony Edwards. What I was talking about with uh, Edwards – 
from February 15th to the 24th yep. in three games, he averaged uh, six and a half points. And shot he under th- nine, and six, and five, and shot really poorly from the field. Yep. So underneath the – and maybe that's the knee, because if you go right before that stretch, he had a 37-point game against the Pacers in which he absolutely lit them up. So maybe the knee is bothering him. Maybe that's why they're keeping him out and they're going to monitor him going forward. The production has been off. But big picture-wise, uh, for a team that is, again, relying on having all five, Anthony Edwards is a pretty big loss for him. So. All right. Uh, hey, by the way, what do we got? Chicken? No, 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 no. If you're tired after lunch, make sure you check in with a five hour energy. It's one of my favorite things to drink and take in as well. Um, make sure that you uh, stay alert. Watch all your favorite games. Or if you stayed up late, that tense overtime game, take a five hour energy shot in the morning so you can energize your day. Go to fiveenergy.com, find over 15 flavors to choose from. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round. Sign up today. Get the betting guide plus full access. They're April 5th. For only $19. On the graphic there, it says $29. And you just said $19. So is it $19 or $29? Mm. <laughs> we'll go with the $19. I'm going to state this. Are you going to personally guarantee that? I'll guarantee okay. it. <clears throat> Take it out of my check. Not this one, though. This one, I need this one. It's, <laughs> the other one. The other one. Hey, uh, let's talk about this football game that's up on the board. I have not heard this talked about on VSIN this week. Man, really? Let's break huh? this down in depth. So it's been breaking wait. news. Oh, How about this? Boy. The Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio, August 4th. Do you know who's playing? Uh, I'm going to go with Wild Guests, Raiders and the Jaguars. That's correct. Uh-huh. Raiders and the Jaguars. Chuck Esposito, our buddy over at Station Casinos, he's out to Red Rock. Posted an opener on the Hall of Fame game. Raiders minus three, minus 150 on the money line, total of 34 and a half. So I went back and looked at the Hall of Fame games since 2010. Mm. 34 and a half seems like a low total. We know that uh, 
offenses are vanilla, and you get third-string quarterbacks essentially in a Hall of Fame game, right? Yeah. You know the Hall of Fame game's been canceled three times in recent years? I, I remember one. Yeah. One that I was very excited for. I was like, ah, the Colts, it's going to be great. It was Colts-Packers, and there was the paint on the turf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. I think one was a lockout, one was a field conditions, the yep. other was a coronavirus pandemic. Yep. So three times. But since 2010, there have been nine Hall of Fame games. Those games have averaged 28.3 total points with 33 points or fewer scored seven times. So only twice in the last nine Hall of Fame games have uh, the teams gone over this total of 34 and a half. Uh, remember that, JVT, when we get to the first week of August and we're talking about this Raiders-Jaguars matchup. I love on the graphic there we have Derek Carr and Trevor Lawrence because those guys are going to be holding clipboards that night in Canton, Ohio. Not footballs. <laughs> I, was, uh, I, I thought that too when I first yeah. saw that. I was like, man, we're going to see Trevor Lawrence face <laughs> Derek Carr. Hand yeah. it off one time and then get out of there. It is going to be interesting to see who the Raiders' backup quarterback is going to be. Yes. This is Marcus Mariota going to get a job elsewhere? You would think so. Yep. He's got to be in demand. Uh, what's it called? Um, I would assume, by the way, that's a, a money line price that you're looking at there. For people who are looking at the graphic, minus three, minus 150. You're not laying a buck 50 to lay three. Just to clarify. No, if you want to bet the Raiders straight up to win, that's yep. the money line, minus 150. Yeah. All right, let's break this down. So what do you got? What are you leaning here? Give me your lean. Well, I, I can't tell you my lean until what? we find out who the quarterbacks are. Oh, I thought I was getting excited. I thought we were my lean this. is under the total based on that information I just <laughs> gave you. On the total. <laughs> I thought we were yeah. going to do this for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> no, break no. this down. We need football, man. Come on. Uh, all right, you so see, yes, Hall of Fame game is set. Uh, Jags, Raiders, uh, I was going to make a joke about the Jags in the Hall of Fame and not really being. Remember how boring close, the Hall of Fame game was last August? Uh, do you remember how every Hall of Fame game is kind of boring? Yeah, there's been a couple, a couple entertaining ones. You yeah, have to, you have to go you back a little ways. Yeah. Two of the last nine have been uh, reasonably entertaining. Last year, Steelers sixteen, Cowboys three. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was uh, I was very big on the Steelers that day for a preseason game. Right. I was as big as you can be. Uh, all right, we're going to have Dave Koken come with us, uh, come up with us here it, on the rundown. It says that today, it, Dave Koken, and then it says NBA underneath it. So I'm sure that Dave will break down every single NBA game with us in 15 minutes from now. <laughs> I think we're going to have to uh, call an audible there. <laughs> I think so, no. too. Uh, but before we get to the uh, NBA games, uh, let me ask you, because we have a very, very big slate of college basketball later today. I'm sure we won't get to every single one of them with Dave Koken. Um, where do you want to start on this massive slate here? Because there's a couple that I think really intrigue me. I know there's one that I have bet that comes up later today in our neck of the woods out here in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're not big on SEC basketball. No, I am. I think this is a great year for the SEC. No, it's, it, I'm not big on betting right. SEC basketball because Verify. Uh, I always say you got to stick to your strengths. you got to try to stick to your strengths as a handicapper. And uh, <clears throat> I'm not great at handicapping the SEC. You have to admit your weaknesses sometimes, JVT. It's very true. And I'm down with admitting my weaknesses. Uh, having said that, I am very excited to see what LSU has on the road here against Arkansas. Uh, because as you know, and we talked about this the other day, I recently bet Arkansas at about 55-1 to 1, uh, to win the NCAA tournament. I like a lot of what this team has been doing as of late. Mm-hmm. It's not the best spot in the world coming off of a big win for Arkansas, but they're playing at home in which they have performed extremely well. LSU, uh, one of the worst teams in terms of fouling the opposing um, offenses right defensively they've been really good but one of the worst fouling teams in the sec catch at five and a half totals up to 143 and a half uh, i was kind of surprised like i like arkansas but lsu defensively has been so good at times that i was surprised to see such a big number here for the razorbacks yeah i was too but you know will wade's team has not been very consistent i would say here in the last uh, five or six weeks lsu got off to a red hot start I, yep. I think even at one point was number one in the net rankings maybe about a month into the season but 
It's been a rougher ride for the uh, the Tigers in the SEC. Arkansas's got such a strong home court advantage that I think five and a half is fair. I thought it might be a, a tick higher, maybe six and a half when when I looked at the numbers uh, last night. But at the same time, I, I do think you might catch the Razorbacks in a little little bit of a flat spot. Yeah, and that that could be. <clears throat> That could be the dilemma, I think, if you're looking about the favorite here. They're off, Razorbacks are off a huge game against Kentucky. Yeah. I and think... maybe a little bit flat for this one uh, tonight. And L- you know what? LSU's certainly capable of winning this game straight up, too. So I wouldn't bump that number up too high. Yeah. I, was, I thought this was, I, you know, I think it depends <clears throat> on how much you value home court. I thought it was going to be closer, like four for Arkansas at home here. Oh, against did you? LSU. Yeah, like four, four and a half. Um, but yeah, five and a half is pretty strong and home court advantage is so much stronger in college hoops. So I take that with a grain of salt. What about Auburn? Actually, on the if you're going to rank, this is something, uh, you, you could actually work on somebody. Somebody's probably got this, uh, Kenny white, Bruce Marshall. I, I haven't ranked home court advantages. I guess I could go through my numbers and do that, but Arkansas has got one of the strongest home courts in all of college hoops. Uh, according to um, Ken Palm, they have the 24th strongest home court. You know, I think it's got to be it's got to be stronger. Yeah. Seriously, I think it's got to be top 10. Strongest by uh, Ken Palm numbers. Number one, Texas Tech. Home court advantage worth about 4.8 points. Kansas State was not intimidated there. No, they were not. Ago. No, they were okay. not. Uh, number two, you'll, you'll never guess number two and number three. I'll give you a thousand guesses for strongest home courts. <laughs> okay. Uh, West Virginia, number two. Uh, you know what? West Virginia has not been that great at home this season. And number three? <laughs> this one actually might be true. because this this, Wait a minute. Is this just for this season? Yeah, this is just for this season. Yeah, this really? is just for this season. Yeah, home court estimates by Ken Palm. So number one, Texas Tech. Number two, West Virginia. Number three, we have seen some crazy results here in the past. Chicago State. Air Force. Wow. Well, I've, Air Force got a pretty good home court, right. but come on. Air Force got blown out on its home court by New Mexico. I got a question in some of these Ken Palm numbers here. <laughs> Seriously. Hey, man, it's just this season. It's just this season. You make your own predictive model. They just got blown out by New Mexico. I know they just. That's the number three home team and home court advantage in college hoops? I don't think if so. If they weren't playing at home, they would have gotten huh? blown out by more. About 4.6 points more. <laughs> yeah, okay. Actually, they played uh, the Lobos a lot tougher at the pit. Yeah. To put him down to the final uh, possession. Yep. All right. Anyway. Uh, yeah, anyway, yes. College basketball, big slate. The other I was going to throw at you was uh, Auburn. And the. Uh, no, I think Auburn's going to be a popular them. play with the betting public tonight. Yep. You see that? That's a short number. Uh, Auburn's had some difficulties on the road, no question about it. I think uh, Auburn's also like three and three in the last six games, right? Yeah. Uh, last night, this number was three or three and a half. At the opener of three, I said Auburn's going to get a lot of play at that number. Uh, so I'm not surprised to see it come up a little bit here. To me, this is a similar situation to the Arizona-USC game last night. I didn't want to lay the points with Arizona, but I had no interest in taking USC as a home dog because I just don't like that USC team. And I really don't like this Mississippi State team. So it would actually be Auburn or pass for me, but I hate I hate road favorites in college hoops, so I'm going to pass on this one. And uh, I think Auburn's going to be a, a very popular play with a lot of people, though. Yeah, Auburn uh, up to four right now, and some spots four and a half. Uh, oh, and three ATS in their last three games, and as you mentioned, three and seven against the spread and true road games this year, Auburn. So, and that's where they have looked their worst. Um, well, on the road, Auburn nearly lost at Georgia. Missouri, yep. at Georgia, two of the worst teams in the SEC. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, anything else on the board? Uh, Big Ten Rutgers <laughs> on the road against Indiana. This one opened up four. With the I asked Wes Reynolds about this game yep. last night because uh, Indiana's off a, a hot shooting game, which made 10 three-pointers. And um, Rutgers is in a little bit of a slump here. And I backed Rutgers a week ago on the road at Michigan, and um, Scarlet Knights really not even in the game. They kind of got taken out wire to wire. That was really disappointing. They lost at home to Wisconsin. They've been great on their home floor. If you talk about strongest home courts in college basketball, Rutgers has been great at home until that loss to Wisconsin uh, here last weekend. I would be tempted to take the five here with the Scarlet Knights, but I'm not going to do it because for some reason this team has just uh, slipped into a, a slump since the loss to Purdue, I think Rutgers has lost four in a row now. Is that right? Uh, yeah, well, they've lost. Uh, I've got them down as three straight. They, they lost Rutgers, the game to Purdue, Michigan, okay. Wisconsin. That's Those right. Are, yeah. Purdue, Michigan, Wisconsin, three in a row. This could be four in a row tonight. Yep. Uh, five point dogs in Bloomington. I think this number is about right, so I passed. Yeah, and they were uh, they were pretty competitive in the game against Purdue. And depending on the number you got, they covered or pushed or whatever it was. But still, you're right. Rutgers uh, has fallen off after a really big stretch in which they covered. I think was it like six, seven straight games, whatever it was. Uh, anyway, Dave Koken, Smoking Koken's going to join us. Uh, break down what he's got in college hoops. Always active. Maybe a little hockey if he's got something for us too. That's coming up next here on the Edge. is the edge on VSN the sports betting network The number 12 seed has advanced in the Big South Big South Championship first round Charleston Southern takes out UNC Asheville 79 to 78 JVT what do I always tell you the three things I always say Drink smooth draft smart make it count That's right yeah. compete free This March with the Whiskey and Wind series presented by Jack Daniels Playing eight free contests for your shot at a share of 24000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Jack Daniels now to join the action. Jack Daniels, make it count. 21 and older, only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. Dave Koken always does that. He does. He does. And Matt Humans always does tell me those three things, actually. It's one of the things I've carried with me since I was the producer of the Las Vegas Sports Line for both Dave Koken and Matt Humans way back in the day. Smoking Koken's with us now to give us some time, talk some college hoops. Dave, it's always good to talk to you. Do you have anything uh, on this most recent final? Uh, we're talking about Charleston Southern, UNC Asheville, or any of these other early uh, conference tournaments that we're seeing? No, uh, but I do have one tonight that I played in. The formula I like in the conference tournaments is to kind of try and find the bad teams that were showing some signs of life that, that are indicating they want to keep playing. And you never know what can happen. We saw it last year with Georgetown. We saw it last year with Oregon State. saw it with the Appalachian State and the Sun Belt. Uh, Sacred Heart is an interesting team in the Northeastern Conference. Uh, they're playing at LIU. And LIU is the better team, and they've won six in a row. But Sacred Heart did show some improvement at the end of the season. They won their last two games. Both regular season meetings were real close. Four-point decisions each way with the team splitting. I think Sacred Heart plus eight and a half is live tonight. So uh, that's my first conference tournament bet uh, for March Madness. All right. That's uh, Dave Koken on the Pioneers. Sacred Heart Pioneers plus eight at uh, LIU Brooklyn tonight. Uh, Dave, I'm going to ask you about Notre Dame at Florida State. Did the Irish deserve to be two-and-a-half-point favorites in Tallahassee tonight? This Notre Dame team 
looked abysmal in November, but Mike Bray's done one of his best coaching yeah. jobs, getting the Irish over uh, 20 wins. The Irish, two-and-a-half-point favorites at Florida State tonight. What do you think? I, I would I would lean Notre Dame. Now, the one concern I have is, you know, they're pretty much in the NCAA tournament at this point, and uh, we see a lot of this. In the last week of the regular season, these teams are preparing for the postseason. But the Irish are rolling, and – Looking ahead to March Madness, I won't be surprised if they're playing in the second weekend of the tournament. Uh, Bray, I think this is the best coaching job Bray's done mm-hmm. at Notre Dame. He's he's really got them playing with a lot of chemistry. They play smart, uh, and uh, they're going to beat somebody good. I want to see what you make of Rutgers at this point, too, because uh, the Scarlet Knights have dropped three in a row after de- defeating four consecutive ranked teams. They're four and a half, five-point dogs in Bloomington tonight against Indiana. Can you take the dog here, Dave? What do you uh, make of the Scarlet Knights tonight? I haven't got the slightest idea in this game because okay. I honestly haven't I haven't had the slightest idea in Indiana all season. Uh, their offense just breaks down at, at times. And they seem to be reliant too much on their one superstar. Um, I, I, I don't think Indiana's going to be – Indiana looks like an NIT team to me. Uh, if Indiana doesn't win this game, it's going to be NIT bound for sure. Yep. Even with a win tonight, it still might be an NIT team. And Wes Reynolds is going to be really unhappy if that's the case. <laughs> uh, Dave, uh, one more I'm going to throw at you before JVT gets to the Mountain West with you. This game kind of slipped under the radar last weekend because there was so much carnage in the top ten. But how about Chicago State as a 17-point home dog taking down yeah. New Mexico State? The Cougars on the road tonight against Cal Baptist they're in Southern California catching uh, 13 and a half, 14 points. Did you spend any time breaking down the uh, Chicago State Cal Baptist game tonight? I actually did yeah. because my first impulse was uh, I got to take Cal Baptist here. I mean, Chicago State, horrible program. They've done a little better this year, but that was their last home game. They pulled a great big upset, uh, and you got to figure they're just going to go out and have fun. Um, but there's nothing fun to do in Bakersfield except. Uh, <laughs> Go play or go no wherever it's, Cal Baptist is. Uh, I get that they're not in Bakersfield. It doesn't matter. Um, I was going to make a joke and it it was. It, it was doesn't a bad matter. Joke. The town it's sucks. A bad yeah. joke. Yeah. Uh, so. It's San it's Bernardino, I think, and then San Bernardino. Oh, is it really? Something like that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's not too far from here. I, I've still got time to make it there. <laughs> uh, I don't think it will. Uh, I, I think I I like okay. the spot. For the for the home team, but I just can't lay that many with Cal Baptist. I, I haven't done well with double figure favorites this year, so I'm not going to try and get involved with them now. But I, I would play the favorite if I were going to play the game. Yeah, Riverside, San Bernardino, very close to each other. Throw them in it's a in Riverside. Yeah. Uh, Cal Baptist Lancers against the Chicago State Cougars. That's the type of college basketball game I'd actually love to be at tonight. Uh, instead, I'm going to be. At a game uh, in the Mountain West, JVT, right here in Vegas. Well, and Dave, you, you talk about showing signs of life, and it's not that UNLV was a bad team, but they've definitely gotten better down the stretch. They've covered oh, seven out of nine like, games. Now they get Wyoming here uh, in this spot at home. Now laying one and a half with a total of 139.5. And, of course, the Cowboys coming off of not a blown game, but I would say a, uh, a less than stellar loss to San Diego State the other night. What was this line about three weeks ago? Right. Uh, Wyoming comes in the favorite. But I think the odds makers and the, and the market – have uh, both seen the improvement in UNLV. They didn't play real well defensively in their last game, which I think bodes well for them tonight. I would expect on senior night this team's going to come out and play with a ton of intensity, and they can beat Wyoming. Uh, UNLV is – I didn't think they'd be this good this soon. And, you know, it looked like it was going to be a six-team chase. 
in the Mountain West tournament. Make it seven because the Rebels, I don't know that they can win the tournament, but they're kind of that team nobody wants to face now, especially on their home court. And I, I think UNLV is the right side tonight. I do, too. In fact, I bet UNLV minus one. Uh, the Rebels, I thought this would be a better bet, Dave, if Wyoming had uh, beat San Diego State yeah. Monday night. And then the Cowboys got a quick turnaround. They got to come to Vegas off that win. I would have really liked UNLV if that were the case. I still bet UNLV minus one tonight. Not a, not a big play. But uh, the Rebels, I thought, uh, played better than the score indicated against Boise State. That night they had a lot of bad luck. And they got to do better. Do a better job on the but, defensive boards, too. You can't give up 10 points off uh, missed free throw rebounds. And, no. Uh, uh, at the same time, though, Wyoming also played better than the score indicates because mm-hmm. San, Diego, sure. San Diego State just had a fluke shooting oh, night. Geez. I mean, that was crazy. Uh, Wyoming, realistically, against the normal shooting San Diego State team, Wyoming wins. Yep. Yeah, I think the Aztecs had 10 threes in the first half. I was you, like, uh, what you, team is this? If you look at some uh, of the metrics from <laughs> shot quality, yeah. Uh, it, it just, my shot quality would have been about, I think, a seven-point win for Wyoming in that uh-huh. game against yep. San Diego State. Is that right? So, uh, it gives yeah. you that. Hey, uh, Dave, you know, I did want to ask him quickly, Dave, uh, before we go on. So UNLV was about a 30-to-1 <laughs> shot at Circuit to win the Mountain West Tournament a couple weeks ago. That was before the Rebels ran Colorado State off the floor here to Thomas Mack. Now it's about 6-to-1. You can't bet that. Uh, but is there a team that you kind of like going into the Mountain West Tournament, aside from maybe UNLV? <sighs> You know, and I know it's – they look terrible in the two UNLV games, but I think Colorado State's well-coached enough so that he'll figure things out. Uh, I, I still think CSU can make a run and win this tournament, but it's it's just a tough call. Uh, and the problem is, from a betting standpoint, you want to try and look for one of the longer shots. Right. But there just aren't any because you get past the first seven and, and none of those other teams have a right. chance. Yep. Exactly. And on the Osborne represents it, too. you got about uh, six yeah. teams that are within six to three to one. It's, to win it's, it's, it's going to be right a now. tough tournament to bet. Yeah, yep. I, just, I couldn't find value on the Osborne either. Hey, I, no. Dave, I actually I wanted to go to the Big East real quick and get your thoughts because uh, Creighton is going to take on UConn today. And uh, Nemhard, of course, as we know, is not going to play. And the last time we saw them, it got beat up by Providence. Uh, how much is Nemhard worth here? Is it as glaring as that last game we saw? Because they're catching four. Yeah, uh, I mean, Creighton really needs the game. I, but I just, their offense is terrible. Uh, this team, they've gotten pretty good defensively. But I would have thought McDermott would have had them playing better offensively by this time of the season. And it hasn't happened. They just can't shoot the ball. It makes them really trust to, uh, tough to trust. But it's for UConn, it's kind of a nothing spot. So I guess I'd, I'd lean to Creighton plus the points, but I can't do it for anything but Monopoly money. Follow him on Twitter at Dave Coke and also Wager Talk. Dave, uh, we'll let you go on this. Any plays in hockey tonight? Not tonight, but I think I will be looking at Vancouver tomorrow, coming off a real bad game, catching the Islanders, awful long road trip. And Demko will be back in goal tomorrow night, not uh, uh, Holak. It's Halak, but uh, he's turned into <laughs> Holak late in his career. He was, he's terrible. So uh, Vancouver, at about even money, I think is going to be live tomorrow. Dave, good to talk to you. Brought the jokes. We'll talk to you again soon. See you guys. Yep, you got it. Dave Coken. At Dave Coken. Always great to have smoking Coken on the show. Humor. Cutting humor. Like none other. Uh, We're going to get to best bets. You and I uh, have a common best bet in college hoops tonight. Yes. And uh, how many plays you got in the association? Uh, just one. Although I do have, I think I'm going to add another one from a side perspective. Okay. Well, you make that face. Am I supposed well, to I saw you send in a prop this morning, and I said that I haven't seen you do that in quite no, a while. No, well, because yeah. so I'm testing a theory out. So that's what I want to talk about okay. on the other side because uh, it is a theory that I have in mind. And you're right, I haven't. I bet I think like three total player props this year. 
But uh, when you have something, you want to test it out, see if you got the right read on something. So we'll see if that's going to be the case. So who you think you are, Danny Burke? Uh, no, no, oh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Another winner, baby. All right, we'll come back. Uh, <laughs> we'll have best bets, wrap it up. And we will look at, of course, the association slate, which is a pretty good one today, including something we haven't even touched on. The Heat and the Bucks are going to play tonight. And it's a pretty big game. Top and, two teams in the East. From a power rating perspective, not from a standings perspective. And we also have a massive play-in tournament standing. I don't know. It's Kings and Pelicans. It actually is kind of interesting to me. We'll talk about it. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... There's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday... You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSN, the sports betting network. It's time for Best Bets. Welcome back. This segment of The Edge is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups. Nobody wants that. Zen nicotine pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and more. For your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths. You can easily find the satisfaction level that's right for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. So it's never been easier to find your Zen. Head to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you at zyn.com. Slash find. And here's the thing with nicotine pouches. There's a warning. This product contains nicotine. And nicotine is an addictive chemical. And JVT, look at this. Look what I have here. Citrus? You can get three or six. They come in different strengths. Amal Shaw's been talking up to citrus. Yeah, I heard. So I picked it up yesterday. I have not opened the can yet. I'm going to try it. I'll tell you how it is on tomorrow's show. Why don't you try it live on air? Why don't you try it right now? Nah. uh, Let's do it tomorrow. Okay. We'll do it on tomorrow's show. I just picked this up before the show today. You know what I picked huh? up? A box of five-hour energies right downstairs because five-hour energy after lunchtime. There you go. <clears throat> bring, uh, by the way, bring one of those for me tomorrow. You know, I've, I've not had a five-hour energy in like 15 years. Have they been around for 15 years? I don't know. Okay. That was the last time I had one. I think so. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they have. Okay. Yeah. All right. Been around for a long time. Anyway. 
Basketball's been around for a long time since Naismith hung the peach baskets, right? Hey, let's get to it. All right, best bets uh, recap from yesterday. The Hawks, how about this? Hawks get out to a big lead yesterday against the Boston Celtics. Uh, ultimately can't hold it, though. How about that? The Atlanta Hawks plus, plus six and a half in that game end mm. up losing by double digits, and they were up by double digits. Yeah, the Hawks were up 14 yep. in that game. I thought, I thought you were uh, looking pretty good. Gets a six and a half. Turns out not to be the case. No, but you're always setting yourself up, right? If you're always watching. Uh, what's if you are watching, you can live bet. Yep. And, uh, Try to set up middles. There's no excuse because, yeah, you, you definitely should be doing it. Didn't you say Trey Young? twisted his ankle in the well, second half of that and, game. And that was the thing. So actually, so Jalen Brown goes down three minutes in with his own twisted ankle. And so you're thinking, okay, here come the Hawks. They're shooting the ball extremely well. This is going to go pretty well. Uh, but then at the end of the first quarter, he twists his own ankle oh, okay. um, with Marcus Smart coming up underneath him on a three-point shot. And he wasn't the same from there. And the Hawks offense really wasn't the same from there. And ultimately, they go on to lose. So uh, with that, so this is the theory that I'm talking about here. So today, I'm going to use a player prop. Tyrese Maxey over his point total of 16 and a half. Uh, it was uh, minus 110. So here's the thing, and this is why I think this, and I wrote about this today. If you look at the first two games, and it's a small sample size, we always talk humans about, like, the, the diet of shots, right? And people are like, Joel Embiid, his shots are going to go down. Score. No, right? If you're running a basketball team, you're when you're divvying up the shots, mm-hmm. you're not going to go, Embiid, we're going to get you to take fewer shots. You know who you're going to ask to take fewer shots? Uh, Matisse Thibel. Right, Tobias Harris. You're going to look for the guys who are the more consistent shooters and scorers on your team. Right. Tyrese Maxey has been that for the Philadelphia 76ers. He's been it while he was there. And in the two games, if you look at, with Joe, uh, James Harden out there, his shot attempts have been up. He's, shot, he's gone over in terms of field goal attempts over his season average in each of the first two games. He scored over 20 points in each of the first two games. He is a 40% catch-and-shoot three-point shooter, and he's been shooting the ball extremely well. Again, it's a two-game sample size, but my point here is his diet is going to go up. He's going to get more field goal attempts because Harden seems to like him. When you watch with your eye, he's finding him in transition. He runs well against next, or next to James Harden, okay. and I think he is the third of, if you want to call them a big three, he is the third option right now for the Philadelphia 76ers. And so I'm going to I'm going to buy into this in the uh, player prop market and see if I'm right here and that Tyrese Maxey is going to be a third scoring force for the 76ers. All right, that makes sense. That's the theory. <clears throat> and I was also you were talking about that with uh, Harden's only played what two games with the Sixers, right? But so, you think Maxey's going to be um, a guy he looks to a lot? Yes. And I was also <laughs> I was thinking about pairing it with like an under Tobias Harris scoring, right? Because Harris is about like 15 and a half. But I'll test the theory with Maxey first and and see if. Uh, Harris is going to go under that, but that's it. And now, with that, we get to college hoops. We share the same play here, so uh, you can expand on this as well. But UNLV laying the points against Wyoming later today at the Thomas and Mack Center. Yeah, I bet this uh, at minus one, you got you can delay a cheap money line price. I wouldn't get too carried away. I actually saw this number open two and two and a half at some spots last night, which I thought was a little uh, extreme because I made this a pick'em game. I actually, I think based on the uh, – Based on the situation, which is uh, the Cowboys played Monday night in Laramie. They had a big game against San Diego State. They lost at home for the first time all season. They were 13-0 and at home. Uh, put a lot into that game. They got to hit the road the next day to go to Vegas. And uh, that's, that's a tough turnaround for the Cowboys. So based on that, I can make UNLV a one-point favorite. I still like the situation for UNLV because uh, the Rebels lost at home last time out to Boise State. And the Broncos came out red hot from the field. Uh, UNLV still got back into the game after facing a double-digit deficit, took a late lead. A couple of bad calls went against them, uh, really had some bad bounces in that game, and I thought UNLV deserved a better fate. This is going to be the last home game for Bryce Hamilton, who's really 
He's kind of been college basketball's version of James Harden here for the last, uh, mm-hmm. uh, let's see, two months. I think he's played the best basketball of his career in the in the last two months. Actually, if you go back to the game at Colorado State, that was in the middle of January, right? Yeah. Uh, when he put up, what, 42 or 45 points against the Rams in Fort Collins. He's been on fire. And uh, <clears throat> I wasn't too impressed with uh, the Cowboys on the offensive end of the floor in crunch time with their execution uh, Monday night. Now, that's a really good defensive team at San Diego State. But one thing I'll say about Kevin Kruger in his first year as coach at UNLV, he's got those guys playing hard all the time. And they defend, and uh, they're going to bring the effort tonight. And because the Rebels fell flat against Boise at the end, I think they're going to rise up and uh, play a big game tonight. And it's a tough turnaround for the Cowboys. So I don't love the game. I would have liked it more if you if Wyoming would have won Monday night. They could be an underdog like by one, right? If Wyoming exactly. that game. If, yeah. if the Cowboys would have won Monday night, maybe you're catching UNLV plus one and you're catching uh, Wyoming in a little bit of a, a, be, a better spot in terms of uh, from the UNLV perspective. But I'll still play it here. UNLV minus one tonight at the Thomas Mack Center. Also, a couple pending bets. I put this up. Uh, I've talked about this with Mitch and Paul on Follow the Money Tuesday morning. Put it up on vcin.com. We have a file, best conference tournament bets up there. The Westgate Superbook put up South Dakota State at minus 165 to win the Summit League tournament. And uh, I did bet that. South Dakota State 18-0 and in the Summit League. Won 12 of those 18 games by double figures. And uh, the one team that actually gave them a little bit of trouble was North Dakota State. Each victory over North Dakota State was by four points. But it's interesting. Um, this is a team that can really shoot the three. And I love it when you got these mid-major, you got these small conference teams that can shoot the lights out from three. South Dakota State's best player is Baylor Shireman. He's a 6'6 sophomore guard, 16.2 points, 8.2 rebounds a game, 4.6 assists. He's an all-around player, stat sheet stuffer. JVT shoots 47% from three. Four of the top five scorers for the Jackrabbits – Shoot 40% or better from three-point range. This is going to be a dangerous team uh, in the NCAA tournament, but South Dakota State's going to win the Summit League just to get there because if they lose in the Summit League, they're not going to get an at-large bid, most likely. Uh, This has been bet up from the opener at minus 165 to 240 right now at the Westgate. You might be able to find some cheaper prices out there if you uh, shop around. I also played Duke minus 125 to win the ACC tournament. Uh, I think Duke is just in a different class than the rest of the teams in that league. And you're going to see a, a fully focused Blue Devils team. Coach K's last ride yep. here into the into the, into the the postseason. As much as I hate to say it, Duke's going to be a threat to do a lot of damage here for the past month. So that's what they got in college hoops. Uh, best bets in golf, quickly. We talked about these yesterday. The Long Shots show is up on vcin.com if you want to catch the podcast I did with Wes Reynolds. Yesterday, the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill in Orlando. Will Zalatoris, 25-1. Matt Fitzpatrick at 29. Mark Leishman, 34. Keith Mitchell, 38. And last night, I added a long shot on the Circa app. Cameron Young, who was uh, right in there to the finish in L.A. a couple weeks ago, chasing down uh, Joaquin Neiman and uh, Colin Morikawa. Cameron Young... Is uh, long off the tee. He fits the score 62 to 1. Okay. I decided to add him as a long shot last night. I like it. I like it. You got anything else? That's that, it. That's it. 
Uh, last 90 really quickly just to look at where a couple of these numbers have gone in the NBA because Heat Bucks is going to be a pretty big one tonight. Uh, overnight line here was Bucks minus 5.5 with a total of 226.5. This uh, number's down to 4.5 and, and actually reached 3.5 at one point earlier this morning. I uh, would agree with 5.5 being a little strong here. Remember the Bucks, if you look at this recent stretch, they're only 13-12 straight up, 10-15 and 15 ATS since the beginning of January. Uh, they have not been playing great basketball. Seem to be kind of sleepwalking through some of these contests. Now, mm-hmm. some of the important ones, like the Charlotte Hornets the other day, a team that actually had had their number this season. They got up for it, and they, they beat the tar out of them. So maybe they can get up here for the Miami Heat, who are not going to have Kyle Lowry. But Bam Adebayo has been playing some of the best defense of his career. And the Heat, through a couple of games, especially, more specifically, the two games in which Giannis played, held them to a total of 50, uh, 50 point, or excuse me, 30 points mm. on an 8-24 shooting from the floor. So Giannis has had some trouble with this front, for, this front court, specifically Bam Adebayo. I don't think there's much separating these two, so I'm kind of surprised the market's <laughs> important. I will say... I'm looking forward to this. I'm going to watch this game tonight. You know, I love this Heat team. I was watching inside the uh, NBA on TNT last night, and uh, Dwayne Wade said he makes the Heat the favorite. He's a little bit biased. He played for the Heat. He makes them the favorite to win the East. My guys in the desert coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.